What's up, you all? William Woods from The Art of Genius. I got someone for you all to check out. A special shout out to my friend Jacqueline Hill and uh, childhood buddy and, and uh, fellow entrepreneur and my first ever business to advertise over The Art of Genius. Now, when you hear the name, be prepared to get hungry. Because when I hear it and every time I say it and stuff, I get hungry myself. And I don't care how much in the fitness and stuff I may be, when it comes down to a good pastry or a good meal and things like that, I do not pass it up. So, got a company for you all to check out. Whip Brands. They're your one-stop vendor for events and event planning. They offer catering for private and corporate events as well as meal planning. The event planning side, or Whip Lux, as you all may hear about it, go check them out. They'll execute your vision to perfection and they always strive to exceed their clients expectations now on a personal note when i see them on instagram yes you can go and find out um more about whip lux or whip ink or whip desserts or whip whatever by going and checking them out on instagram and on facebook when i see the stuff that jacqueline posts and stuff you know of course my mouth starts watering and stuff because like i said they, they execute this stuff to perfection so I wouldn't put my stamp on it as far as trying to help them promote if it wasn't something that I felt like needed to be checked out. And me, personally, I'm looking forward to having a, um, an event, okay, a birthday party or, or whatever, or when I go to the next level in my life, when it's time to celebrate, guess who's going to be doing the catering? Yes, Whipped Ink. So, go ahead and like them on Facebook or on Instagram or whatever. That information to check them out, of course, facebook.com slash whippedlux. W-H-I-P-P-E-D-L-U-X-E, all one word. Of course, Facebook.com slash WhipLux. And follow them on Instagram. Instagram.com slash WhippedInc. Whipped underscore Inc. So, Instagram.com slash W-H-I-P-P-E-D underscore I-N-C. Once again, this is William Woods from The Art of Genius. Special thanks to my friend Jacqueline Hill. Go and support her business. Go and support her... Um, um, everything that she cooks and everything she puts together and by all means support your appetite because the stuff looks good alright you all take it easy have a good one Under y'all, showcased in front of y'all Took the look on their faces as motivation To absorb all the wonderful hatred Everything we do is a statement Of how we are created unique Just face it, it's all art given For some of us it resembles the same symptoms as autism, we all gifted To the rest of this world who don't live it We look like aliens to these unicorn chasers And go against the grain in this reborn matrix and embrace the outcast placement. Fact check it. We don't follow status quo. Half of those standards ain't even made for the average Joe. Every role we take is the scene. Welcome to the wonderful world of a creative, the art of genius. The way we think is art. The way we speak is art. We represent art. Art is art. You are witnessing art. Watching the listeners of art. What's up, everyone? William Woods from The Art of Genius. New episode time. Yes, it is. 
I let the last couple of episodes and stuff marinate with you all because we had our first sponsor and and um, um, had a lot of good things and stuff happening. We started our Facebook page to a great response. And uh, guess what? If you haven't seen it already online and things, you haven't seen it on the social media pages. We are now on Apple Podcasts. Yes, we are. The Art of Genius is on Apple Podcasts. We'll more about that later. You know, um, well, no, forget more about that later. Let's talk about it now. That's a huge achievement because, first of all, um, we just hit probably about the six-month mark not too long ago as far as being in full swing. And within that time, we've been, um, we've been basically getting the feel as we go. And and just going basically on, 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 on inspiration and stuff, inspiration and research, you know, inspiration and creativity and research. And from there, it's like, hey, all these ideas and, and things are just unfolding just based on what I pictured the art of genius to be. And I'm very proud of that. So not only were we able to start the podcast and stuff and get on um, um, Anchor and, and uh, Radio Public and and things like that and it ended up being we were available to Spotify and then um, I started the YouTube channel with the first few uh, video episodes we got more more video episodes coming also but most recently I decided to expand the range and say okay I want to go after the biggest platform out there at least the one that I see and something that biggest platform that I was talking about is Apple Podcasts. so had to do some research you know, had to start somewhere, as we all know, as the past um, um, episodes and stuff have, 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 have talked about. You know, and and by starting somewhere and doing my research and so on and so forth, I found out how to get us on pot on, on on Apple Podcasts. Well, mission accomplished. You know, so now if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you're listening to this from one source that you may you may even be listening to it from the website, but you have a, a, a app, have an iPhone or an iPad. Or so on and so forth. Um, even if you still use iPods, it's up to you. <laughs> but um, just know you can look. You can look up the Art of Genius with William Woods on Apple Podcasts. Now, like I said, we're gonna get more to that later. You ever had one of those feelings like you had all of these ideas and wishes and dreams and stuff like that flowing and it's almost to the point where you have so much that you want to do to where it almost becomes stifling? And stuff. Well, I'll be honest with you all. I don't know if it's the result of the um, of the quarantine that we've been in for the past couple months, or if it's just my creative restlessness, or or my um, my ambition for where I want to be in life at this time and where I'm headed toward. But I had so many things that I wanted to do that I just had to say to hell with it and just pick up my um, my voice recorder and get today's episode out the way. You know. I had so much stuff that I want to do. Is like, how am I going to announce that we're on Apple Podcasts? How am I going to announce that we started the Facebook page? How am I going to announce that we have a regular amount of listeners? And how am I going to announce that we had the sponsors and all of this stuff? And all these things coming from all these different directions as far as stuff that I wanted to do and great achievements and all of that. And then it just got to the point where I'm like, hey, I haven't recorded a, um, an episode in a few weeks because of all these other announcements and things that I want to do. And not to mention my own professional and personal goals and things so while working um, throughout all of that I realized hey 
all of that stuff is going to work itself out as long as I keep pushing forward. But as far as what I need to be doing today, just pick up and get started. Or once again, start somewhere. So that's what today's episode is. Now I have plenty of episodes and stuff that um, that I was going to gonna put out and, and, and put together and videotape and all of this other stuff. But one thing that this quarantine has revealed to me is stuff as far as personal reflection. And if you haven't noticed, I'm a, I'm, I'm a person that, I'm a guy that um, I, I do a lot of self-reflection. And not because I'm unsure of myself, because I, if you also know me, you know that I'm very sure of myself. I'm um, um, very confident, you know, especially in competitive situations as we've talked about in the past. But this is not a competitive situation. This is just me and where I want to be in life. But if you know me, you know that I have no problem saying, okay, we'll let's look at ourselves. Let's look at ourselves, not ourselves and stuff. It's not multiple personality. You know, even though I talked about duality is reality, you know, it's not uh, multiple personalities, but let's call it what it is. I'm a person, I'm very self-reflective. I'm very self-reflective because I want to make sure that my contributions to the world and society and stuff not only um, fulfill what my dreams are, but they get me to where I want to be. So I'm always looking to improve. You know, one of my past jobs I worked at and stuff, one of the things that I, that I learned that I love sharing professionally is the idea of Kaizen. Anyone that's ever heard of that? Kaizen, K-A-I-Z-E-N, translated, it's a, um, it's, um, Asian principle and so on and so forth but translated basically means that you're striving for constant improvement you know and that's the kind of person that I am that's the kind of man that I am that's the kind of father I am that's the kind of husband I am um, that's, that's the kind of son that I am that's the kind of artist that I am you know so I'm always looking to improve but one thing that this um one thing that this quarantine has revealed to me in some of my latest self-reflection and stuff is that I try to take on too much you know um, I remember if I were to go back like what am I I'm 42 now so let's say if I go back 10 years no no matter of fact let's go back 15 years if I go back 15 years in my um, professional career and even my entrepreneurial um, dream and things like that if I go back say 15 years let's go back to when I was 27 28 years old um, I always had my own business and trying to evolve it into other areas and so on and so forth was uh, always a priority of mine but I realized that my issue and this comes I think this comes directly from being an artist my biggest issue is that I try to take on too much. I try to wear too many hats and um, not necessarily by choice. It's most times it was most times by circumstance. You know, <clears throat> if I were to go all the way back and things. Um, um, I remember when there was the point where I wanted um, Woods Media Group to have a uh, have a foray in music, you know, and have a have a. Um, have a presence in music as far as having a record label and things. I knew a lot of talented people, not only in my family, but I ran into a lot of people and stuff when I was going to invest in equipment and stuff for myself and so on and so forth. But I didn't realize until hindsight, looking back at that period, 
that I wanted to not only be the producer, but I wanted to be the label head. I wanted to be the designer. I wanted to be all of that. And not in an arrogant sense, neither. It's that when you um when you're trying to kick off in my case in my case i'm trying to kick off something that i see a vision for it but it's just like i told you all um in the start somewhere episode and and, and invest in yourself episode when you you know i am i invest in what it is that i need because i see the direction that i wanted to go in and it's not that i don't um welcome input i have to be one of the most welcoming um um, non-judgmental uh um, people that when it comes to accepting input and deciding whether or not that it's part of the dream or not, uh, I definitely would do that. But what I realized was that I found myself taking on more hats and stuff that I needed to take on because of regardless of all of the talent that I may have known about or may have been surrounded by or may even met and so on and so forth. No one saw that. No one saw that vision like I saw it. And then here's something that a lot of you, um, fellow entrepreneurs that may have thought about partnering up with other people may have experienced uh you may be experiencing it now you may have experienced it and decided to go um go solo or whatever the situation may be just like uh, it's like in that case if if that is the case then that means we relate a lot more than you think um i realize you can't rely on everyone else to see the same dream that you have, especially if you're the main one putting the investment in it. So by me realizing that I'm looking around and I, I remember on duality is reality. I made a reference to um, talking about how the, some of the most successful people in um, in in recent history have not only gone up by themselves, but they had teams around. Them. Well, my biggest um, um, pitfall, not necessarily pitfall, my biggest obstacle when it came down to past endeavors up to about like say seven, eight years ago was that I didn't have the team behind me. So because I realized I didn't have the team behind me for whatever reason, I found myself wearing a lot more hats than I needed to, to wear. And then when it came to, um, 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 seeing the success of it, I would see mild success or regular success, but not the success that if I had a team that would take place. But then I also learned that be careful when you try to partner up and team up with people and stuff also, because a lot of my fellow uh, entrepreneurs that listen to this uh, podcast and watch my video episodes and even 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 that are listening right now and possibly don't even know me, you realize that. When you try to partner up with certain people, everybody, everybody's all ears when you're talking about what it is that you want to do. But when they see that you're a mover and not just a talker, that's when you find out who's serious and who's not. I'm going to let that point marinate with you and I'll say it again. When you have a dream and you have a focus and you have a goal and you try to partner up with people. When you're trying to partner up with people, be careful who you try to bring into your circle and stuff to help get your dream off the ground. Because when people see that you're a mover and not a talker, that's when you find out who's serious and who's not. You know, and it's because of that realization. And I just had to revisit it uh, throughout the quarantine and stuff that we've been on. 
and stuff, I said, okay, I want the Art of Genius and I want Woods Media Group to not only add to what I've already built, but I want to go to the level that I wanted to go to um, years ago. And I've been wanting to go to go to for years now through media. Um, but the thing I'm going to do differently is not wear too many hats. I don't want to wear too many hats. I'm just going to I'm going to work with what I know I can do. I'm not going to try to put a team together because when it comes down to um, I'm not going to try to force a team together. That's a better way to say it. I'm not going to try to force a team together because look at it. If there was if there was um, even at the last supper, there was one Judas, you know, uh, I was joking with my wife the other day and stuff. And I said we, we was talking about um, um, uh, quarantine and why quarantine doesn't work in some situations or you, you, you can look no further than your social media pages and see who's actually messing up the quarantine for everybody else. All it takes is one person or one group of people that messes the whole thing up, no matter how good your intentions may be, no matter how beneficial it may be for future. I mean, for, for the future, all it takes is that that um, that one human monkey wrench or two human monkey wrenches and stuff. And that's what I realized that my um, my um, past endeavors when I tried to put teams together and stuff. It's right when I started putting a team together. That's when I found out who wasn't serious. If we go back to music. I told you all on the invest yourself episode. That when I started wanting to start my own label and things like that, instead of me paying the studio to do it, I started putting that money into my own setup. So by me putting that money into my own setup, that made me decide, OK, well, I want to kick off a label. So I know all of these rappers, all these singers, all these producers, all these things like that. And I know all these people that want to get into management, all these people that want to get into entre entrepreneurship and things like that. I had many situations where I tried to call and bring people together. And even at that point, I was willing to pay people out of my pocket and say, hey, I have this kind of meeting. They're going to give me a contract or whatever it is, or they're going to give me this situation. Uh, this person may want um, beats or this person may want studio time. You help me bring it in. We break bread. It's not going to be a you do everything for free for years. That's going to lead to today's topic and stuff in a few minutes. But it's not going to be where you work for free for years and then hope for a payoff. My thing is, I always believe that whoever was working with me, you should be compensated, which is a hell of a part of today's topic. Well, remember what I just said. When it comes to some things, and I'll say if I had to put a percentage down, I think I've been long enough in my career and long enough in my entrepreneurship to, uh, to know this for certain. 90% of the time, I would say. Be careful who you bring into your 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 dream circle or your goal circle, because when people see that you're a, a doer and not a talker or a mover and not a talker, that's when you find out who's serious and who's not. You know. Um, now, fast forward to today. Let's get into what today's topic is. Today's topic is one, of course, that is like breathing to me. But as an entrepreneur, it's like it's my lifeblood nowadays. And it was a self it had to come it had to be looked at that through a self-imposed blood transfusion. You know, when it comes down to my blood and what I put into my um into my work and into my reach outside of um of 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 what it is that I can provide. 
and so on and so forth. And it even works into my um, my my day to day dealings with my clients. Actually, it was partly inspired by one of my um, most recent web clients and stuff. Um, it, 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 we was having a conversation toward our last meeting. And, and as a freelance, as I told you all, I still do a lot of freelance. So as a freelance designer, I still do a lot of websites, graphic design, logo design. I hate using the word graphic design nowadays because graphic design is one of those terms that it's almost like artist and it's almost like genius and it's almost like um, CEO and it's almost like everything that you hear that people say it, but you wonder if they really understand the logistics behind calling yourself that. So I hate calling what I do graphic design. That's why if you look at... Um, designed by wwoods.com or you look at anything i attach my name to nowadays be it um photography videography art direction i never almost i try to never use the words graphic design i call myself a creative professional you know but i want to get really really specific as far as today's topic what's today's topic I'm glad you asked today's topic is respect the artist now I told you all this uh, was kind of inspired by a, a conversation I had with one of my most recent clients while I'm designing her website and her um, <clears throat> very, very cool, uh, very cool young lady. I've even seen her um, evolve out of a shy shell to help promote her project and promote her product. So please go and support it. Her name is Lolita Payne. Some know her as Paulette, but um, her, her, uh, um, her clothing line. It's called Simply Beautiful, B-E-A-U-2-F-U-L, Simply Beautiful. The website that uh, we're, we're collaborating and I'm, um, I'm designing for her is simplybeautiful.com, S-I-M-P-L-Y-B-E-A-U-2-F-U-L.com. We was having a conversation the other day and um, we talked about how when people put their time into uh, what to helping you build your vision, you should compensate them. And I had already had it on my brain for a couple of weeks, but I took that as a sign to say, you know what, that should be my next episode. You know, of course, just going off of the um, the research and stuff that I've been doing, I was looking how looking at how some uh, a lot of podcasts they go like, and a lot of TV shows they go like twelve episodes in and stuff, and they'll say that's the end of this season, and then things like that so that made me say you know what no it's not time to wrap up the season yet it's a lot of stuff that we can talk about and stuff it's a lot of things i want to get off my chest for this first season but something about that conversation made me say you know what this is what we should be talking about and i love and respect her contribution and what she and her thoughts in that conversation because that's what made me say you know what that's it like i said i already had the idea on my brain but then when it came to actually making it a topic that conversation which was friday and today is monday is what made me say you know what that's it that's my next topic people need to know that if you're a person that's listening to it and you're starting your own business make sure you follow this because you see it's something that's talked about whether you're around or not people that try to um take advantage of the the vendors or the passionate folk that you see and stuff this one is dedicated directly to you I'm going to say this again as today's topic, and today's topic is very near and dear. Respect the artist. Three words. Respect the artist. Now, 
couple of ways that can be substituted. You can say respect the creative. You can say um, respect the vendor. But in this particular case, I'm gonna say respect the artist. You could even say respect the professional. But for this episode, I wanna present this as respect the artist. I don't know what happened since I got out of high school and things like that. And what happened in society besides saying, you know, technology and so on and so forth. But there's something going on to where everyone thinks they can do a creative's job. You know. Now, I'm going to try to not go full editorial and only speak from opinion. I'm just going to go just based on factual situations that I've, uh, that I've been through and let that inspire the topic. But respect the artist. Let's, um, if I were to go back to when I was in, uh, when I was in college and I'm a person that I've been fortunate enough to be able to make uh, creativity my, my uh, career with benefits and different tiers, as you all have heard in the past. But it's something about being reminded of that nowadays where I say people need to learn how to respect the artist. I remember when I used to teach my intro to graphic design classes and my art, um, my art history classes and my and my um, 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 uh, color theory classes and stuff. And I would say everyone in this classroom. Think about a world or an existence without artists. Some of you all listening to this may remember that conversation. And I would say it applies to everyone, whether it's my videographers in the class, whether it's my photographers, whether it's my uh, graphic designers. If I was teaching a class that touched on uh, fashion design, um, interior design, web design, all of it. I would say think of a world or an existence without artists, without creative people dramatic pause <laughs> pretty uh boring existence right that's the reason why for the past few weeks it has been on my brain again for the for the probably millionth time throughout my career these three words respect the artist now, I don't know, like I said, I don't know what happened over the past, say, 25 years or something like that. Uh, but something has happened to where there are a lot of people who think they can do the job of a creative, but they're not as in tune as the creative. There are a lot of people that think that they're, um, um, let's call it what it is. There are a lot of people that think that they can design but they don't have the background of the designer, you know, and me, um, this is, this is one of those uh, few topics where there's no, um, there's no gray area with me. I'm a person that because I'm a Gemini and stuff, I can see both sides, you know, as you all probably heard me say in the past, especially on the duality is reality episode. So I'm a Gemini. Usually I can see both sides of the, of the story and then pick a side that I want to take. This is one of those areas where I say, no, there's no gray area. There's no understanding the other side. I'm clear on this side and this side is protective and respective of the artist. There are some people, there are a lot of people out there that think that they are designers. There are a lot of people out there that think that they are musicians. There are a lot of people out there that think they are producers. There are a lot of people out there that think that they are creatives. 
but they do not have the background or the qualifications of the creative. Therefore, they don't respect the creative. Now, one of the, one of the coolest parts of the conversation that I had with Lolita the other day was everything that we do, any conversation that we have, she thanks me, tells me she appreciates my time and how she pays for it and stuff. I have extra respect for when I'm doing freelance for someone and I've been working from home. So obviously I'm not, um, this is not while I'm asleep, but I, I, I was telling my wife the other day, I said, I like the idea of making money while I sleep, you know? And what I mean by that is, and this is what I appreciate about clients, especially like, like, uh, appreciate, this is what I appreciate about Lolita and clients like her. Cause I've had photography clients that are like this too, where I would shoot their wedding and then they would pay for it the same way. I could wake up the next morning, look at my phone and then see that I got a text from my bank saying that Lolita Payne dropped the payment for this much. That's when you're making money while you sleep as far as a creative. That's one way. That's how I look at it nowadays and stuff. And of course, it's going to evolve into other things. But I respect that about her. And every time we get on the phone, I say, you know, I appreciate that last payment and stuff. She said, hey, I'm compensating you for what you're doing. I love I appreciate what you're doing. I love what you're doing. And you should be paid for it. That's where the conversation started. Go back. And this this question isn't just for me. This is for um, anyone else listening and stuff also that may have been through this or those people that are starting their own business. And it's kind of warning you what warning you for what you're headed toward. Keep in mind, just because you have your business and just because you have your um, your goals that you're trying to reach, everyone that you run into it, everyone that you run into, excuse me, they're not going to respect it. It's your job to make them respect it. You don't have to get into verbal altercations and all that stuff unless you absolutely have to. You don't have to get into confronting people and stuff, Suge Knight style and stuff like that. You don't have to worry about getting getting into all that. That's why they have courts and that's why they have um, um, uh, lawyers and they have uh, cease and desist letters and and uh, intent to sues and all this other stuff. But there's some situations. There's some. There are a lot of grassroots situations where you have to be able to spot until when your artistry is not being respected something about technology or the mentality nowadays there are a lot of people out there that, that they really have taken this fake it till they make it mentality past um um just the clothes you wear and um spinning yourself into debt now it's worked its way into the arts and that's why i'm just clear flat out there's no i don't give a damn what you're talking about there's no way for me to accept that. I do not accept when someone who is not in my field and someone who is not even nearly qualified to know half of the technology and things that I know and stuff. And this is probably one of the most arrogant statements you're going to ever hear me say, but I know I'm in some I know I'm saying it in great company out there. It's something about the arts where we have to remind people respect the artist. I understand. Yes, people have input and I always welcome that input. But when it gets to the point where I'm looking around and and um, I'm a person that you have. And this is for lack of a better um, for lack of other references and stuff like that. The first one is you when, when it comes to um, professional dancers. And no, I'm not talking about um, I'm not talking about, you know, dancers like like 
that's that that is not a craft. I'm talking about professional dancers, ballet dancers, um, um, uh, choreographers, and stuff like that. No one just stumbles into that category. You you train to get into it. You train. Some people, a lot of people, go to school. A lot of people get into battles. A lot of people um um work pro bono, whatever it is. There's a whole paying dues segment that goes with it to the point where by the time that person calls themselves a professional dancer, a ballerina, chore, uh, ballerina, choreographer, um, all that stuff. They have so much of a resume and they have so many stripes and stuff to the point where they can they don't even have to really run down what it is they've done. The work is in, the, the proof is in what they do. You know, the work does the talking. You know, when it comes to people who um, call themselves like professional martial artists, whether you see them in movies and stuff or not, they didn't just stumble one day and then wake up with a uh, with a brown belt or a black belt and things like that. There was years of training and effort and practice and matches and all of this stuff put into it to the point where they earned the right to wear whatever color belt that they have that's past the basic. When it comes to people calling themselves musicians, it wasn't because one day they picked up a, a, a software program and then they started putting uh, sounds together in unison and stuff and didn't care about whether they was in the right key or whether they matched harmoniously or or things were mixed and mastered and stuff like that. Right. There was years of training, years of education, years of reading, years of trial and error, years of anything you can think of that, that, that spoke to them sharpening their skills that made that person be respected as a musician. I do not respect, and I know I'm going to lose some listeners on this, but I really do not care. I do not respect that some reason today... There are a lot of people who try to wear hats that they have not trained, they have not paid dues for. And social media sometimes doesn't make it any better because once you post one little thing, then everybody thinks that you do this and you've been doing this for years and stuff. So when I come into contact with my clients and even when I work certain places, even when I work places and stuff, and I have, especially when I have leadership roles or creative roles and stuff, no, I'm not the person that's going to get into arrogant arguments and stuff with you on why I think um, why I think the color should be this versus what you're saying and stuff. Because I'm not I don't make I try not to make a spectacle out of myself um, for anybody. But I am one of those people that I determine my future of working with a client or with a company or even with a project. I determine my future based on how many of those arguments I have to have or I feel like I'm about to have. And things because it's coming from a person who is not trained the same way that I had. And I'm not talking about uh, four years of college. I told you all on my very first episode, I've been an artist for as long as I could, be, long as I could remember. Me going to college for it turned me from being an artist to a professional designer. And then as a professional designer after graduation. Then the years working on different jobs and even going into the classroom and teaching it is what made me become the person that has decades of experience behind me. So I don't like getting into discussions and people with, with people about whether or not I should be paid for my craft. I have student loan payments behind it. I have years of experience behind it. Have have many have various creative titles as many of you have. Have various titles that tell you that you paid. They tell up, they tell others that you've paid dues. 
sometimes you have to tell people exactly what Jay-Z said on the You Don't Know remix, which is one of my favorite songs of his. He has a lyric on there and it's simple, but it cuts deep. I have forgotten more than you ever learned. So that's why nowadays at 42, almost 43 years old, I'm that person that I don't argue with people, you know? But then when it comes to me interacting with my customers or me interacting with clients or me even asking someone else for a service and stuff, I don't try to shortchange them. I don't try to uh, always get the discount. I don't know. I don't sit there and say, man, what you going to hook me up? You know, I remember in my, um, I had a strategies for the technical professional class that I would tell people, I say, if you start in your own business, the very second that you run into someone who name drops, that's a red flag. I would run into people all the time and I'm still not impressed by it. Where they would say, yeah, Will, come in on, you should come and videotape this event or you should come and take photography at this event or you should design this website for us because this celebrity's gonna see it, that celebrity's gonna see it and we can't pay you, but the exposure, now I hang up on it. The younger, more green, um, eager to pay my dues, me, had a lot of his time wasted and stuff because of running into that wrong client that did not respect the artist. And because they didn't respect the artist, me being naive and saying, well, if my talent is something else I could say I designed, I'm an artist, I love what I do, I love what I do, be careful because people like that will get, they will, they will jade you. They will have you jaded toward what it is you love the most. And a lot of people don't want to uh, don't want to don't want to admit it and don't want to call it that. But even working certain jobs for a long period of time, if it doesn't feed your creativity after a certain while, sometimes paying the bills is just not enough. You know, we are artists. We are passionate about what we do. And by us being passionate, we love a new challenge. When it gets to the point, and I've worked at plenty of places and stuff long enough to know this, when it gets to a point where that creative endeavor that you're doing, even though it may be paying your bills, doesn't present a new challenge, and you've invested a nice chunk of your life into it and things like that, there's nothing wrong with pursuing new positions that will feed that passion or creative fire, or both, or all of them, or even introduce new challenges. Because it's all going to add to your experience of being a creative professional or an artist. So, respect the artist. This also goes backward and stuff and, and goes inward and points back to the artist and says that artists should respect themselves. Respect your craft. Respect yourself enough to know my competitor doesn't do what I do. So I don't have to compete with them. My work does the talking. I can say that now because it's not like I'm 25 saying it. It's not like I'm 20 saying it. It's not like I'm 19 arrogant saying it and things like that. No, I'm in my 40s now saying that. Only time I compete with people nowadays is if I'm on a basketball court and we having a um we having a fun competition or something like that. Or if we're in a roasting battle and we cracking jokes on each other. That's when I'm competing, you know. But even then, it's like, I try not to invest too much of my sanity into competing. When it comes to what I know I do, and I've paid dues with it, and things like that, it's just like on the um, Invest Yourself episode where we talked about the person who who um, pays top dollar 
for all of their equipment or all of their software and their work still looks like trash. That's one of the reasons I do not compete with people because one uh, um the main I would say the main uh reason that I think I've evolved and and have, have sustained in this career is because I don't believe in competing because you miss opportunities to learn. If there's someone out there that knows something that I don't know, I like to get next to them and trade secrets. There's been plenty of times in my um in my um my existence as a photographer where instead of me trying to compete with the other photographer in my family, I hired them. Sound like a boss move, don't it? There's been plenty of times in my um in my career as an entrepreneur and a photographer and stuff where I've been hired to shoot or videotape someone's wedding. And instead of bragging to my students about, oh, I just got another client to do this, just got another event to do that. I went and looked for students that I knew I could trust with a camera or students I knew that was looking for um, pieces in their portfolio and things like that and hired them. And when I say I hire them, I don't mean hire them for a reference on the resume, for, for a reference on a job and things like that. I mean hire them where if I'm getting a, uh, getting a couple thousand or something for this, um, for, this, uh, for this event and stuff, I'm taking at least, I'm taking a third of that and I'm giving it to the person who's helping me out. Why? Because they have bills. Why? Because it's their time. Why? Because it's paid practice. Why? Because they're going to respect me for respecting the artist. Now, just like any other time during this, this um, podcast series, we'll say, that you've heard me use artist or genius or you or me. Just know it applies all across the board. You may not be a uh, you may not be a, a videographer. You may not be a photographer, but you may be a chef. You may not be a chef. <laughs> you may be a financial planner. You may not be a um, a photographer. But whatever it is you do that you've put years behind it and you've even gone as far as investing in, in equipment and learning and even in, 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 in space and all of that. Whatever that is that you've done for years that has brought you back income and brought you back um, um, passion and, and, or, fit, or fed your passion makes you, guess what, a professional. One way that we can end this podcast or end this um, discussion right now. Just make sure that you make people respect the professional. Now, I can only speak as a um, I can only I, the first way I can speak in a situation. What even what even taught me professionalism? Let's call it. Uh, I'll tell you another fun fact about Will. Um, what taught me professionalism was being an artist. At first, I had a hard time. I say throughout my twenties. And stuff. I had a hard time getting people to respect the artist. Now I have no no problem with it. No problem respect telling people, res look, respect the artist. 
What I do, I should be paid for. If I give you a discount, let me give you a discount. Don't try to initiate a discount for me. If I don't give you a discount, it's because I feel like the way you came off, you don't deserve one. You know? But then at the same time, there I cannot think of not one time where I've gone to another person. And I'm, I'm a person, I love vehicles and stuff. I love my vehicles and I'm always getting something added on them. I, there's not been not one time where I've gone to a vendor to put a stereo in my car or put speakers in my car or tint my windows or whatever it is. And I say, you know what? Won't you go on and hook a brother up with the discount? No, because that's taking money off of their table. That's taking money out of their payroll to pay their employees with. I wouldn't disrespect them like that. I respect the artist. All right. So that being said, this is another one of those topics where I can go on for tons and tons of time on end. And I'm pretty sure you heard the passion in my voice when I said, but don't just blame me, blame Lolita Payne. But while you're blaming the both of us, make sure you go and support simplybeautiful.com. Remember that's spelled S-I-M-P-L-Y-B-E-A-U-2, the number two, F-U-L.com. Once again, S-I-M-P-L-Y-B-E-A-U, number two, F-U-L.com. Um, you're going to see some nice stuff on there, but just also know that the web design and stuff is done by yours truly as part of Woods Media Group. Um, yes, going forward, just like with, um, just like with Whip Lux, even though I didn't have any creative uh, input as far as that's concerned, you're going to hear me plug a lot more people. You're going to hear me plug a lot more businesses and things like that. Because we're all going somewhere and we're all making monumental strides in order to get there. And the people that I mentioned, just know that it's, it's, a, it's a pleasure and a pride either knowing them or running back into them or getting to know them. And seeing that we're all going somewhere and doing stuff honestly. It's a lot of shady business people out there that don't respect the professional. I could say respect the artist. See, I caught myself. But they don't respect the professional. Me, I do. Woods Media Group, we respect the professional. The art of genius, we respect the artist. We respect the professional. So with that being said, that's a promise. All right. Remember, once again, um, the art of genius with William Woods. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're in our, uh, our normal spots, which is Spotify and, and Radio Public and on Anchor and, and, um, um, <clears throat> and Stitcher and things like that. But just know that we're now on Apple Podcasts. All right, you're going to see a lot of things evolving. I am so proud of where this show has gone and where it started as a brainchild over a year ago is now evolved into something I can actually say has gained followers, is gained, um, um, uh, is gaining steam, gaining momentum. I'm very proud of it and I look forward to see where to seeing where it's going. But just know that we got some new content coming up and stuff. Some of it's going to get controversial. Some of it's going to let you into who it is, like I said, who it is that William Woods is. But at the same time, a lot of it, just like today's topic, you all are going to be able to relate to. If I had to say in its barest essence, what I, my, the mission behind the Art of Genius with William Woods, I wanted it to be relatable content all right so thank you all for listening again thank you so much for the um for the uh, support thank you so much for the love i remember uh just last week when i started the facebook page and i just sent out the invite the amount of of love that came back along with likes on the page i uh, the same day and stuff i really really appreciate and love you all for it just know that your time spent with me is not going to be in vain 
All right. So you all have a wonderful um, rest of your day. Uh, stay strong during the quarantine. Make it fun. Make it funny. I've been watching a lot of stand up comedy, a lot of my favorite movies, some of the new TV shows and stuff that's out. But I've been reminding myself of what it is that I like and stuff that's kind of trying to keep me sane. So that way I don't drive my family crazy. All right. So thank you all again. You have a good one. The Art of Genius with William Woods. Let's go. Yeah. It's time to speak for the unheard, sum it up in one word. Us spitting in with society is absurd, downright ludicrous. Some of us meant to be rebellious, the rest of us smarter than what they tell us. I'm too cheap to purchase what the majority's selling. It's too deep to downplay what's in my cerebellum like I did as a youngster. Just for the sake of keeping friends, now look what I become the antithesis of what they front for. Post a child of the courage that you were supposed to. Demonstrate when you face with the grown-up choice. Sink or swim, follow the crowd or listen to the beat within. Be a leader of a foot shuffler. We stand against these ignorant plans of structure. Enough of the false narrative, it's time to get focused. You can in game from one of the coaches. You're welcome. The way we think is art The way we speak is art We represent art You are witnessing art Watching or listening to art Live what I envision the heart of genius, the heart of the heart, heart of genius. The Heart of Genius is a Woods Media Group production. Musical supervision by Imperial for Underground Railroad Entertainment. Be sure to check us out on YouTube and on popular social media. And that web address, in case you was wondering, is www.designbywwoods.com. Once again, www.designbywwoods.com.